time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller. He is the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, a registered financial consultant, and uh, a great office there in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online at greensbororetirement.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other apps as well. If you have a favorite podcasting app where you don't see the show listed, let us know and we'll get it on there for you. You can contact us through greensbororetirement.com or the number that we'll give out later on in today's show. Glenn, hope you're doing well. Looking forward to today's conversation. Today, we're talking about pain. You ready for this? I don't know about pain. Am I ready for pain? <laughs> well, we'll talk about solutions to pain too, okay? Okay, well, then that sounds a little bit better. There you go. We're going to talk about the five most common pain points in your financial life and what we can do about them. Now, I think when it comes to financial planning, Glenn, probably everybody's got some kind of pain point. And those pain points might be different for some people. Some might have more pain points than others, but we've all got something that bothers us. And I would imagine, I'm going to bet that everybody listening to today's show will identify with at least one of the things that we talk about. And I want you to tell us about times you've helped people deal with each of these pain points and give us some good takeaways today. We'll start with maybe the most obvious and prevalent one. It's been shown in studies before that running out of money before dying is a bigger fear than dying itself. And that's our first pain point is that worry about running out of money before we pass away. Why is that such a prevalent pain point for folks? Well, it is, Walter. You know, I, I have conversations with people all the time. And, you know, when we're talking about, you know, making the move into retirement or maybe they've just recently retired. And, and that concern is there because, you know, you spent your whole life, you know, receiving paychecks, you know, when you go to work. But suddenly that is no longer the case. And so now you're starting to draw from your assets and your different accounts, you know, for income. And the kind of the sense and the feeling of that for most people is that it's a finite thing. Whereas it's like if they got up and went to work and they could go out to that job and they could get that paycheck, that that was going to go on for you know quite some time. So it's just a different way of thinking about it and how, you know, you're going to create that cash flow and be able to, you know, to fund your lifestyle. And it creates a lot of anxiety for folks. And, um, you know, we always work to kind of determine it's like, well, first of all, let's see how much money is going out, you know, and how much money do you need for your lifestyle? And, you know, what are the have to dollars that you have to have, you know, every month or every year? And, you know, and what are the want to's? And, you know, how do we balance that lifestyle with the resources that you have and make sure that, that we can give you a plan that is sound and, you know, can stand the test of time, regardless of what's going on with the economy and so forth? Yeah, it's a really good point. And we could spend all day talking about that one probably, but we've spent other podcasts diving into that topic as well, that extreme worry of running out of money before dying. But it wouldn't be the most common pain point list without it. So we had to make sure that we talked about it. Uh, sure. As we record this, Glenn, as we record today's podcast, it's uh, you know the end of tax season. And so a lot of people may have just gone through having some angst about taxes, but that's a little bit more on the short-term view of things. People need to develop some angst about long-term taxes. This is almost one of those healthy fears. We need to be aware of something like this, but it shouldn't be a persistent pain point. This is something that we can solve and plan for. 
Well, it is, Walter, and that's a lot of what we do. You know, I mean, we obviously do uh, tax preparation here in the office, and and we help you know folks think about not only just filing you know th- this year's or next year's taxes, but you know how are your current assets positioned, you know, and how are they going to be taxed in the future? You know, do you have a lot of money that's sitting there in pre-tax accounts like traditional IRAs and and traditional 401ks, or have you kind of positioned some money into Roth accounts, or do you have other kinds of uh, money that you're going to be drawing from? What about Social Security? You know, is Social Security going to be subject to taxation? And of course, that depends upon your other resources and how much other income that you have. Um, And we really want to think in terms of, or at least, you know, when I sit down with folks, I ask those questions, you know, what do you think is going to likely happen going forward with, you know, future tax rates? They could keep going lower or they could kind of stay the same or they could go higher. And invariably, most folks, you know, when we start having that conversation, they really realize, you know, hey, we're at soaring debt and deficits for the country and the federal budget, and that we're at historically low tax rates. And so, you know, virtually everybody says, you know, I mean, something's got to give, Glenn. I mean, this doesn't seem like it's sustainable. And I would tend to agree with that. And so that's some of the questions that we really begin to ask is, what do you have? And is it positioned properly to protect you from what those future tax rates might go to if they do, in fact, go up? And, you know, how can we, if at all possible, I mean, then there are many cases where we can start protecting Social Security from future taxation, because it's one of those, it's just a very different thing in the tax code that Social Security is not automatically taxable or automatically subject to taxation like so many other things are, virtually everything else is. And so when we start looking at that, we look at, you know, how does the actual tax code work and are there ways to try to protect that? And for an awful lot of people, there are if we were able to explore and take the time to do some strategy sessions. In our last podcast, Glenn, we talked about conversation starters, icebreakers to get the retirement planning conversation going. We didn't cover on any of those the topic of a nursing home. And if there's ever a conversation that's difficult to get going, this would certainly be one. One of the most common pain points we find is that paralyzing fear of ending up in a nursing home because people rarely have taken the time or the energy or conversation or effort or desire to put together a plan to address that need. It's just not a fun thing to plan for and think about, so it often goes unaddressed, thus leading to some underlying fear. Well, you're exactly right, Walter. And I mean, a lot of times I've talked to people, you know, in the first few meetings and we'll ask them, you know, what, you know, what do you have in place, you know, to hedge that risk of, you know, long-term care expenses. And very oftentimes it's like, you know, I'll get that answer. Well, we really haven't done anything and we're kind of concerned about it, but we have explored it and we kind of look at the options that have been out there that we've been aware of. And, you know, it just seems like those kinds of policies are so expensive and ultimately we don't know if we're going to need it or not. And so it makes it very hard to try to justify, you know, doing that. And, you know, and then it, you know, it kind of eats into all the other assets that you saved, you know, your whole life for and you want to be able to enjoy yourself. And so it becomes a very difficult thing. And like you say, well, most most oftentimes, you know, when I sit down with folks, that's something that is there. They know that it's there. It's kind of like the elephant in the room. And yet it's a challenging conversation and it's a challenging uh, piece of the puzzle that we need to address. And you know, oftentimes we come across, um, you know, in, in our conversations, we start talking about, well, what, you know, what kind of things are out there to help you hedge those risks? And I know we've talked in the past about, you know, not knowing what you don't know. And a lot of times folks don't realize that there are alternatives to ways of hedging for those risks. Uh, there are a number of different, you know, products out there that don't necessarily 
move all the money to the insurance company. And then if you don't use it, then the insurance company keeps it. I mean, some of those traditional policies kind of do that. But, you know, there's other policies that will allow you to hedge against that long-term care risk. And yet at the same time, you know, if you don't need it for long-term care, then money would then tend to go to your heirs and the people and the causes you care about much more so than going and staying with the insurance company. And, and a lot of folks like those options, but they just they really were unaware of that those options even exist. So it's a it's conversation that definitely needs to take place. And you really want to make sure you have some sort of a plan in place to uh, you know to help take care of those potential costs well we've talked about some heavier items running out of money before we die and fear of uncle sam and nursing homes and that kind of thing but not every pain point is as dire sometimes it's a simple pain point and that can be uneasiness about just simply retiring and walking away from a paycheck uneasiness about that actual retirement date and sort of the unknown of what happens next glenn that's right, Walter. I mean, you know, we've talked about it in a lot of different ways, but you know, it, it's a very challenging thing. I mean, most people are looking forward to retirement, but you know, the idea of actually pulling the trigger and just saying, "Okay, I'm going to stop work," that can be, you know, have a lot of anxiety around it because it's like you say, it's like, "Well, golly, I'm not going to receive that paycheck anymore." That means I'm going to have to start pulling from the things that I've been saving for for retirement. I mean, I know we're going to have Social Security. You know, maybe you have a pension. More or more often than not, most people don't have pensions. But you know, typically, if you're thinking about drawing Social Security or even if it's a pension, more often than not, there still leaves a gap. I mean, that, those sources of income are not going to quite cover all the expenses and all the lifestyle, which means for most people, they're going to have to start drawing some money away from you know their nest egg that they've been saving and they've spent their whole lives saving it and now the idea of taking money out of those accounts you know that can be the source of a lot of angst and a lot of uh, you know a lot of worry and so oftentimes what ends up happening is people just postpone you know that and say well I'm just going to keep working for a few more years and you know and that's not necessarily a bad thing but it's like you want to do it because you know be, you know, for the right reasons you don't want to just be you know afraid and not have you know valid reasons to put that off I mean if you really re- are ready to retire you know psychologically and emotionally you really need to you know to know what you know do you have enough and do you have a plan that will help you know make your money last all the way through you know your retirement years and you know and and all through your life expectancy last question for you glenn the fifth most common pain point in your financial life that may be there maybe you've identified with some of these five maybe others have uh, only identified with one or two of them but what about anxiety about an impending market crash feels like we're always hearing about this in the news it's coming it's going to come it'll be here at some point we just don't know when and i think that that unknown a lot of these have to do with the unknown it seems and this one is no exception well no that's right walter and there's a lot of anxiety around that you know i mean as we look around I mean, there's plenty of things. If you turn on your TV and look at the news, I mean, you can look at, you know, domestically and you see what's going on in Washington, you know, with all the different things that are going on, regardless as to which side of the aisle you're on. You know, I mean, almost everybody I talk to, you know, has has anxiety about, you know, our, our government and the things that they're doing or not doing, as the case may be, all across the, you know, the globe and in terms of, you know, all the different problems that are arising, you know, in different areas, you know, war and peace. And like I say, you can't turn on the TV and have the news come on without having something you know that's there to worry about and so knowing that it's been a very long time i mean it was we have to go all the way back to 2009 since we had a really significant downturn that was sustained where the markets lost 
you know, a lot of value. And as history is as a guide, you know, that will most likely happen at some point. And if you look at most economic cycles, you know, they tend to, you know, last somewhere in the ballpark of around seven years. And we are extremely long. I mean, if you go back to 2009 and we're now in 2019, you know, we're 10 years in and actually a little bit beyond since we've had that major downturn. And so that gives people a lot of pause when they think, oh, gosh, if I retire, what's going to happen? You know, if that happens and then you know, my accounts come down, am I, you know, am I going to have enough money you know, to live on? And then it goes back to some of these other questions that we've been asking earlier, you know, in today's show. And so, you know, what that's telling me is that, you know, if you are having that anxiety about the market, then maybe maybe it's time to have a little bit more conversation, a little bit more planning around how do you protect yourself, you know, and how do you position your money so that you can feel comfortable and confident that, you know, regardless as to what the markets do, that you're still going to be okay. And there are strategies for preservation and for distribution and taking income that are significantly different than those that are there for accumulation and saving for retirement. The challenge is, is a lot of folks, you know, are just unaware of those because they've just kind of been either do-it-yourselfers or maybe they're working with somebody that has helped them save for retirement, but that hasn't, hasn't helped them develop strategies, you know, for actually retiring and comfortable about the idea that their money will last. All important questions to be thinking about that you kind of pose there, Glenn, and these are all good pain points to be thinking about as well. If you identify with any of these pain points, it may be an indicator that you don't have the best financial plan in place, at least not one that's good enough to alleviate some of these worries, concerns, and pain points take those things off your shoulders and off your mind, those kinds of plans are possible that eliminate some of these worries about taxes and running out of money and nursing home fears. It may not eliminate the fear of being in a nursing home, but the fear of paying for it certainly may be something that can be alleviated. Same thing with some of the other things that we talked about. If you want to get that kind of plan in place and haven't already talked to Glenn about doing so, be sure to reach out, 336-291-3535. If you're here in the Greensboro area, Glenn's got an office there on Mears Chapel Road. You can come in and have a conversation about what's bothering you, what these pain points are in your life. Maybe it's something we didn't even touch on in today's show. Glenn can walk you through problem-solving those different issues. 336-291-3535 or online at greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Look for the button that says free consultation at the bottom of the page to schedule a time to meet or just check out the website, click around, great resources there, more information, past podcasts that you can tap into and listen to as well. Lots of great info there at greensbororetirement.com. Glenn, thanks for the help and we'll look forward to another conversation with you soon. We'll talk to you soon, Walter. Take care now. Sounds good. That's Glenn. I'm Walter. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap. 